All right, all right, guys. So for today's episode, we are with Angie Norton. And well, this girl is ready, like literally five minutes ago to get started. I'm just like talking about everything. And she was like, hey, let's go right off the bat. And she's like a quickly solving problems, quickly going over everything. But all jokes aside, guys, um, Angie is an incredible uh, business owner that is going to share with us a little bit her experience growing her business. Um, she has an, uh, she, she lost my country more than a lot of people that I even know, right? She, she has been here in Costa Rica in the past. And, uh, I just want you to, to talk a little bit more about Angie, about who you are, a little bit your background and pretty much introduce yourself because, uh, I know that you, you love to, to, to be open about your story and everything. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey everybody. I'm Angie Norton. I of course love Costa Rica because I'm from Canada and it's brutal up here. Um, <laughs> just to give you a little bit of background about myself, I have been in the marketing industry for over 20 years. Um, I hate admitting that because now everybody's whipped out their calculator trying to figure out how old I am, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um, a, a wrong way to say it, maybe, right? <laughs> <laughs> quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this marketing was never my intention. Um, when I got into this industry, I was actually following my father's footsteps and headed towards the computer science, computer engineering type um, thing. And I'll be honest with you, dry as fuck. Like it was so boring. I hated every minute of it. I was like, this is so monotonous and I just don't think it's for me. Um, I'm super outgoing and like to have like a lot of fun and work should be fun. And that just wasn't. So I thought, well, this isn't for me. And my dad was kind of cool with it. I expected him to be mad, but he was like, whatever. But I do have that background now, right? Yeah. So I have the computer science, which I guess in the long run has kind of paid off since now I'm doing um, a lot of digital marketing and website design and development and things of that nature. Having that background and understanding how everything works has been, you know, instrumental and really part of my success. So anyways, I hated that. So then I took a job as a part-time promotions person at a radio station and then the rest was history. So I fell in love with marketing. I fell in love with, um, actually kind of fell in love with radio. Like I always loved music. I have very wide ranging tastes in music. So, I mean, it was just like kind of the perfect fit for me. So I did that for several years and then um, kind of did some stuff on the side with digital stuff, you know, social media things, website designs, built like websites for little businesses and little organizations and clubs like that. And then one day I was just like, you know what? I'm done. And the rest is history. <laughs> that was it. literally it. from one day to the other. You were like, I'm done with this. And boom, that's, that was it, right? That's how I roll. I do it until I'm like, no, nope, out. And then I'm just out. No looking <laughs> awesome. back and it's full steam ahead. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, like, um, that's something that most people actually never get to do, right? They just live their life comfortable thinking that, that's what they are said to be and that's it right yeah uh, so that's really brave for you right yeah so if i leave everybody with nothing at all today the most important lesson that you can live in your life is that you have to have fun you have to enjoy what you're doing and be prepared to just hate something one day and, and fully pivot yeah. and it's only going to get better you can sit there and just be like oh or you can go do something fun so go do something yeah, fun. like if, if like in your case that you said that you literally were hating what you were doing Worst case scenario, you're just going to do another thing that you are also going to hate anyway. So it's pretty much That's the right. same. best case scenario. You actually do something that you love and from there you actually grow, right? Exactly. And like I've always told 
everybody that I've ever talked to is like, you have to spend so much of your life working, just enjoy it. Yeah. If you don't, there's like 80 million things to do in the world. Go do that. Exactly. Exactly. No, no, you're right. You're right. You you know, Angie, something that I would love to to discuss because, Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, we we were connecting before and uh, I mean, we were chatting. And yeah. something that you said that really raised my interest and that I would love if you actually explain to, to people um, is that, I mean, of course, you, you have some years already in the in the marketing space. And you, 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 you said something that is super interesting, like traditional marketing is not fun, right? Something that, right. that was like the, the maybe, quote unquote, the old way to do things is maybe something that is already in the past or is not enjoyable as much. Can you let us know a little bit more about um how things were in the past and what is some things that you are doing now that make marketing or or like let's say the the job of a marketer more enjoyable Mm -hmm. um okay so i've been in marketing such a long time that i have actually worked with people i don't know if anyone's familiar with the show mad men i know people like that i (laughs) i mean people i worked with people like that so i've been through this for such a long time that i've seen all the different like vast degrees and um I guess we can talk a little bit about traditional marketing and how that's just really not doing what it used to do. Like your local radio station, your local TV station, your newspaper, you know, you could pick up the phone, sell somebody an ad, have it ready to go in a week because you got to remember there's always that time lag in traditional media. And once it's out there, it's out there. You can't, there's no take backs. Right. So that's how things used to work. And it was just like, okay, well, everybody had a couple options, right? So you had your local radio station because you were a local business or your local paper or your local TV station or whatever that your local, local print shop to do your flyers. And that was it, right? Cause you were a local business and you were marketing to a very small segment of people. Yeah. So that's how it used to be. And it was a heck of a lot easier to get clients. It was a heck of a lot easier to make sales because you were the guy, right? Yeah. Or the girl. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot easier to sell clients on the product and service that you had to offer and you could get premium prices for it. Yeah. Like when you're selling a 30 second radio commercial, um, which is massively scalable, right? Because you got to remember, you're only producing it once, you're only writing the script once, you're only making the sale once, and you're selling that spot for 150 bucks for 30 seconds. Like, don't we all wish we made that kind of money? But, you know, those were the heydays. But herein lies the issue. The world has changed, and traditional media has never made that pivot to adapt and to grow the way that digital marketing does. Like what I did a month ago, I don't do today. Like it changes so fast. So if you're in the digital marketing space or the online space, or you're trying to start an online business, if you can't flip your script on a dime, you're getting left behind. That's so, literally so sorry. Sorry to interrupt you for a second. Yeah, literally that what you're saying right now is a gold mine because uh, most people out there feel like, I mean, and, and maybe this is another topic, but I think that it has to do with the overall mentality that we are teaching in school that, hey, you learn this thing and this is going to be like this always. And this is the yeah. truth, right? When in, in reality, I mean, we as business owners know for an absolute fact that yeah. the campaign that we run today for a for a client that might be super profitable and books a lot of calls or close a lot of deals, depending on what the campaign is about. Yeah. One month from now might be like the worst thing ever, literally because it just ran out or because some people started using similar messaging. So we need to literally, over, I mean, think another way to actually get the same outcome or even improve on the outcomes. 
And that's something that only with critical thinking and actually being able to 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 look at things and and fundamentally um, change the the current order of of, of stuff. Let's say uh, it's it's important, right? So I mean, what we're saying right now it's super valuable, and I don't want anybody that is either watching or listening this to actually miss on that because that's a, a gold mine over there, right? Yeah. Yep. So I think another okay. thing that you just, yeah. <laughs> here's another thing. We're going to get off topic a couple of times to get today. So just everyone buckle up. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but um, So something really interesting that you said too, that really resonates with me is that we don't learn the stuff in school. And I know like, I'm going to get phone calls from all my kids, teachers and every teacher I've ever come encountered with and some of my friends that are teachers, yeah. but honestly, guys, you're not learning this in school. Yeah. You have to do it. You have to go and screw shit up and fix it. That's how you're going to learn. You learn from people like Enrique that have already been there. We've people like me and Enrique have already paved your path. So learn from us and go and make mistakes. I encourage you to mess up royally and then solve the problem because that's the only way you're going to learn. Another like that, I think that the biggest thing, in, I mean, along the same lines of what you're saying is like, Whenever a business owner gets started or even a little bit more, I mean, even seasoned um, entrepreneurs that may have years in the game, they might yeah. be like, hey, I have a super awesome offer, super awesome product. Nobody's going to say no to this. But if you don't know how to present that effectively, people are literally just going to, to spit you in the face, basically. It'll be like, yeah. hey, I don't even care about your fucking product because first yeah. of all, I don't know who you are. I don't yeah. know what's the benefit of this super awesome lead magnet three three x ten x whatever right yeah. people do. So, uh, Justin, again along the same uh, along the same lines, like we get teach or, or we we when we are in school or when whenever we we see that typical advice on on even social media, yeah, everybody says like, hey, you just want to create something so good that people are going to say no to it. But if you don't even know how to present it, or they even or you don't even have the skills of communicating the value of what you're doing for people. You're yeah. literally, it's like the product doesn't even exist. Why? Because exactly. people are not even going to buy it. Or even if they end up buying, buying it, they are not going to really fully understand everything. So they might, you might actually churn your plans later on, right? So, exactly. yeah, I mean, uh, those are the things that are unscripted, but are actually more valuable because it's literally like in the moment, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because everybody's out there with these big words, right? So like the word that I hate the most, and I apologize if anybody out there yeah. is using it, just stop because it's a stupid word bespoke so 90 yeah. percent of the people don't know what the heck you're talking about so just say custom it's just yeah. like you don't have to talk about their head so it's a heck of a lot easier if you're just straightforward clean concise and to the point and practice 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 yeah. and honestly when you are out there selling you better be prepared for rejection because exactly. you're going to get a exactly. lot of it exactly. and exactly. separating every no from you personally you're going to have to learn to do it you're going to get you're going to get kicked in the ass every day and your only job is to not give a shit because that's in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. And now you have walked away with a lesson that it's like, okay, I totally know why that didn't go the way I planned it. So now this time I know that they don't give a shit that I'm going to tell them that I'm going to 10 X their revenue in 30 days. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And not only like getting prepared to getting your ass kicked, but also most people don't understand the amount of volume, like actual amount of uh, reps right. that are needed in order to get results. Right. Because that's another thing. Like, People, for example, they, uh, I don't do that many uh, cold phone calls, like cold calling or anything, but yeah. I mean, I know that it, that, it, that it does work and I've done it in the past. I actually do more cold email nowadays, but nevertheless, um, I've, I mean, when I, when I used to cold call people for, I mean, like for me, my KPI was out of a hundred calls, 
I might be able to book like anywhere from five to 10 meetings, which to be honest, is, is actually good. Like out of a hundred calls that you do, getting five to 10 meetings, which in end, it ends up being ah. like two to three clients or four clients or something like that, right? And yeah. that's great, but I mean, that's when, 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 but what most people don't know is that behind that, there's literally thousands of phone calls of literally people just saying like, fuck you. And they yeah, just, exactly. And they, and they, Whatever. Just, they, they just close the call. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, both a, a combination of um, getting prepared to actually hear more no's than you, than you heard yeses. Yeah. Number one. And number two, actually putting in the reps because the only way, the only way in which you actually end up being good is by putting the reps, aka going yeah. to those bunch of no's. Right. So yeah. thinking about the no's more, more like uh, getting closer to a yes, instead of just the no that you hear immediately. Is one of those things that I think that are important to learn, right? So, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm loving like the way this conversation is going, even if literally completely. It's funny what we talked about. Yeah, exactly. It's literally something <laughs> random, but but yeah, I'm I'm loving it. Please continue. Angie. Okay, so um, yeah, absolutely. Like you have to prepare yourself for failure, and I'll be honest with you, it's gonna work. Like yeah. I know that a lot of you out there are thinking, "What have I done? This is a nightmare. I don't want to do this anymore." But when you think about it, like when you clean your house, like your house turns into a pigsty and you're like, I have to do something about this. So as long as you focus on it and you keep pushing forward and you keep doing the things that you need to do that are working, your house is going to get clean. Like your business is going to work. You just have to not worry about all of the periphery things that are trying to pull your attention, focus solely on your business, get your reps in. And like old school salespeople will tell you a hundred dollars a day. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to talk to a hundred strangers a day and have them tell them to go fuck themselves. Nobody does. Yeah. But, but if you do the work, you'll get the results. I mean, what, what I like to say, I mean, in the past, when I had my coaching business, um, <laughs> I used to tell my clients like, uh, and I mean, of course it depends the, the, the vehicle that you're using for conversion, right? So for example, it's different to do a hundred cold calls than sending, for example, a hundred Facebook messenger, uh, Facebook, yeah. Facebook messages to maybe friends of yours, right? Of course, conversions are going to vary. But if it doesn't matter which vehicle you're in, but if you do a hundred outreach of whatever, it's mm-hmm. impossible that it's literally impossible. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but it's ridiculously, it's almost impossible that, yeah. that two or three months from now, you're not going to get at least two, three clients. And those yeah. two three clients might be more than enough for you to, if you, I mean, if we're in the agency space and we, sorry, in the marketing agency space and we have retainers, et cetera, that may, that, that may be more than enough for you to yeah. live comfortably. Of course, I'm not saying, yeah. hey, you have to have two clients, right? But yeah. what I'm trying to say is that if you actually, let's say, do the work and stop complaining about having to do it, ultimately yeah. you're going to get the results that you were dreaming for, right? So, exactly. yeah, I, I think that what you said over there was super valuable, Angie. And something that again, I don't want to 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 skip talking over is actually okay. the, the topic of um, solving problems, right? Because okay. um, yeah, I know that like you said before, right? You have a a background in 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 software and computers, right. etc. Yeah. So uh, maybe you have this mentality of uh, of fixing bugs, right? Like trying to to understand what needs to be fixed and fixing it right now. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, can you explain a little bit on? How, how that background or how this approach in, in your day-to-day life has helped you grow your business? For sure. So um, just given the industry that I'm in right now, I'll speak to that first and then I'm going to go back to my past yeah, because my sure, past sure. might be more relevant because I know not everybody is going to have the same background that I have. Yeah. But like right now, because I understand how the entire system works, 
So like if you're a mechanic, you understand how the whole car works. So as soon as you hear the symptom, you know how to solve the problem. So I think what's really important in, um, in business is that these symptoms, I guess we'll call them are going to present themselves to you. They're quick fixes, get in there, solve the problem immediately. Don't wait because every problem that you do have that you don't find a solution for. And honestly, you guys, we got YouTube, we got Google. If you find a problem and you don't know off the top of your head how to fix it, somebody else has already written a blog article or done a video on how to fix it. Like my family makes fun of me because I fix my own appliances and it's become like, um, I can go buy a new washing machine. I can go buy a new dryer, (laughs) but I don't want to because the adventure of fixing it. So my washing machine, my dryer look like Frankenstein, but (laughs) it's just because they want me to go buy a new one. I refuse to. And it's I just off of YouTube. So if you do run into a situation where you don't know how to solve the problem, there's somebody out there that's already fixed it and they're teaching you how to do it. So take those little quick wins and prevent bigger problems down. And it also builds your confidence every time there's an issue and you're able to circumvent it and solve the problem rapidly and quickly. And you have a happy client or you have a more successful ad campaign or a more successful whatever it is that you're working on. That builds your confidence. So the next time that comes that comes along, and let's be honest, there's no new problems in the world; they're all recycled. So the next time that problem comes along, you've already got figured out how to fix it. Exactly. Your clients will appreciate you. You'll be more valuable. You'll be more valuable to them, and that bond, that relationship, because the most important thing you have in your business is your relationship with your clients. Yeah. Because you don't want to make those hundred dials a day. You don't want to send out a hundred Facebook messages. You don't want to do that. So that word of mouth referral that comes from your extremely happy turned into fan exactly. clients exactly. is invaluable. So when you do get those two or three clients that are carrying you through, treat them like family, take care of them, but watch that scope creep. Cause they'll show up there and all of a sudden you're doing 40 hours a week and making $10 an hour or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you, so know. you do have to be careful, but you should treat them like they're, you know, build that relationship. It should be a friendship too. And talking about, about traditional marketing, just, just, I don't want to, to skip on this, um, Angie, is that yeah. in the past, the way people used to get business is through referrals. Nowadays, people are in love and they are obsessed with how to get more clients using Instagram shoutouts or how to get more clients using uh, cold email lead magnets. I mean, and again, you can make clients any way you can think about. You can make clients literally, I don't know, like, I don't know, on, on Pinterest, reaching the people that comment on different posts. Like literally, exactly. it's in, in, the, the, amount, the amount of ways in which you can get clients is infinite. But... Yeah. If people stopped obsessing about just how to get clients and they start thinking more about how to retain their current customers for longer and how to apply systems that allows them to actually get referrals from the current clients that they have, they might yeah. be able to never have to, number one, outreach again, or even spend any a penny on ads in order to get more customers or whatever type of, of outreach you do. And that's something that I think that we should learn or at least appreciate more about traditional marketing in the in the let's say in, in the old sense of the word, right? Right. Um, because I mean that's something that I think that we're lacking right nowadays, right? So right. definitely important to take that into consideration. And I forgot what I was going to say in regards to what you so that's, that's okay. Like, but you know what? One thing I do want to say about referrals is those are the best 
customers to get because exactly. they already come with built-in inherit trust. They already trust exactly. you. They exactly. already know that your product works and they already know that it's worth being there. So yeah, absolutely. Avoid that churn and take care of those, those current clients. And I mean, I know that, um, the world's changed. It's changed rapidly, but some of the things that we were taught in the past still hold, hold water today, right? Like we didn't have to reinvent electricity because we've got LED light bulbs, right? So some of the things that we've learned in the past still have, still have a lot of weight and can help you today. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, I, I just remembered what I was trying to say before, uh, Angie, and it is that, um, I mean, you were talking about the importance of actually I mean, not, not the importance, but how easy it is to get information that is crucial to solve problems, right? And for this is especially important for maybe people that are just getting started and that they are like, hey, I don't know what to do or I don't know what my next step is. And mm-hmm. the whole reality, and this is like, I don't want to say sad truth because it's actually beautiful, the fact that it's like this. And, and it is that you need to figure things out. And that's hard and it's beautiful and it's amazing the fact that it's hard because it means that if you actually do it, you're pretty much halfway there while everybody yeah. just whining about it, right? So yeah. uh, the typical process that I've noticed that for most entrepreneurs happens at least internally in their minds is that they have like, maybe they fall in love with the business mindset mentality in general, right? right. And they they, they start to, to love the concept of discipline, working, and they have these dreams, which is great. That's like the yeah. first step, just actually believing that it's possible, right? Then they start to be like, okay, what business model should I get started into? Let's say just for the sake of the example that they end up finding some sort of guru and they say, hey, social media, marketing, um, any sort of, let's say, marketing agency. And then from there, they start learning about funnels. Then they learn about web design. Then they learn about Facebook ads. Then they learn about cold outreach and the difference between, uh, I don't know, outbound marketing or inbound marketing, et cetera, inbound leads, outbound leads, et cetera. And then it's just like a, a winning cycle of things that you need to learn that ultimately, once you learn all of this, it's pretty yeah. much impossible for you not to make it. Why? Because you just exactly. know so much that it's yeah. like, hey, how are you not going to get clients? How are you, are you not going to win if you already literally know about everything that is needed in order to, to, to win, basically, right? A hundred percent. Because you're, you're stacking skills and you're stacking exactly. information and that compounds. And then you just have no choice but to be successful exactly. to do the work. Exactly, but exactly. You, that's the key to actually not only not only stop at watching videos for eight hours per day, but actually yeah. going out and doing the actual dials or doing the cold emails. 100%, whatever, right? 100%, yeah. yeah 100%. And don't wait till it's perfect. Exactly. Because your exactly. first 47,000 versions of your product are going to be absolute shit. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> so don't yeah. worry about it being perfect. Get it out. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. you know what you need to fix because you're not your customer. Exactly. You have to let your customer tell you what sucks. And when they tell you what sucks and you know what needs to fix or doesn't suck for the next guy. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's literally the key to it. That's literally yeah. the key to it. And Angie, listen, I always like to ask the, the podcast guests that, that we have. And this is literally for some people that um, this might be the first and last time that they hear about you or okay. yeah. you speaking. Some of them are going to, from here, follow you and everything. I hope that a lot of people do. But if somebody is, this is the last the last time that they hear you, like what thing would you like to, to tell them? It could be business related. It could be about family. It could be about personal relation, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, if you want to, to define yourself or one message or one key lesson for you that okay. these people can, can enjoy or can resonate with, uh, what would that be so that you can, I mean, I just want to give you a chance to, to, to speak okay. like whatever your truth is, right? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
This is fancy. Okay. Um, so if I never, ever see you again, I just want you to know that I believe in you. You can do this, do the work, learn the lessons. And when it gets really hard, which it's going to get really hard, keep doing the work because I found in my entire career that every time it gets really, really hard, something huge happens. So it's going to get really, really hard before you take off. Just keep pushing through. You've got this. Awesome. And that's pretty much it. Awesome. No, no, Angie, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And <laughs> I really want to, to appreciate the, the time that you shared here with us. And from the bottom of my heart, really, thank you for, for, for the time and for everything. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank Bye, you. Bye, guys. Bye.